0: welcome to fucking candy land hosted by rampage and gemini What's up everybody welcome back to Candyland
1: yes we are in the month of February
0: February 1st well we have to start off immediately because right before we record you literally send me the link I hop on you're like I have so much to tell you let's do this so let's go
1: Okay. So the other night I went to a concert with my dad and I have been holding this story hostage because I really wanted your reaction on the podcast. But so I was at this concert with my dad and this band is called Lucero and they've been around for like 25 years. It's kind of like a, like a drinking beer, kind of like country rock vibe. And so I went into Quentin, my best friend and tattoo artist, ran into him there. He's there with some friends My dad's friend is like a groupie for this band. So basically like his friend was like, went to Indy, was going to Georgia, went to Nashville, saw him in Louisville, was going to go see him in Florida. So it's kind of like, you know, this little small venue and everyone there's pretty hammered. And obviously I'm not drinking because I don't really drink, but my dad um, is having a good time. And this lady just like started verbally attacking my dad like my dad tried to like get around her after going to get a drink and coming back and she like looked at my dad and was like my boyfriend is coming back and my dad was like okay cool my daughter was jesus next yeah like she was like he was like my daughter and my friends are right there i just need to get right there so excuse me and she was like you can back up and was just like saying all this stuff. And my dad was just like, I'm literally just trying to get around you lady. Like I have nothing but good like vibes for you. Like, do you, I don't care about your boyfriend. Like, I don't care about you. Like he was not even like hitting on her. Cause like when all this happened, I turned around and like kind of saw all of it. So this lady literally like kept being like so weird that every time we would turn around and look behind us, she would be like flipping us off and stuff. And with her standing behind me, you know, that kind of gives me anxiety because like she's behind me. So I kept kind of looking back at her. She kept giving me dirty ass looks. She wasn't like saying shit to me. But then when my dad would like go get a drink, this one time she bent down and booty bumped my dad in his like groin area twice hard, Bent down to like swing her hips and booty bump him. So then the third time that he goes back to get the drink, her boyfriend is standing there with her at this point. And he's like, do you know that guy? Like, what's your deal, bitch? Like, what's your deal? Because, like, do you know that man? Like, and she's, like, just doing all this stuff. Like, the hand motions of, like, sucking dick. Like, like <laughs> the tongue on the side of the jaw. I'm not going to do it. But she's no. There. every time we turn around, and my dad looked at me dead in the eyes and goes do I have a sign on my forehead that attracts crazy bitches? And I kept asking him, like, do you know that girl? Because it was like she knew him or was like mad at him. Like the way she was acting was like so bizarre because like my dad doesn't use social media. Like he doesn't get on dating apps. Like, I don't know how he would know this woman. And he was like... I'm literally so confused, but every time we would turn around, she would be flicking him off, yelling, fuck you. You're an asshole. And my dad would just look at all of us like this confused look, and we would all just laugh, but she just kept doing it.
0: That's fucking, I wonder if he was mistaken for somebody else. Um, this one time when I lived in Montana, I went with my dad's girlfriend of the moment. And we went out to this bar and this girl legit was like, kept on looking over, like she wanted to fight me and stuff. Mm -hmm. And my dad's girlfriend walked over there and was like, what's your problem? And she's like, she slept with my husband. And my dad's girlfriend was like, no, she just got in town. Like, and so the whole night girl had beef because she thought I fucked her husband Mm because I looked like some broad. I wonder if like that girl just thinks that your dad looks like somebody.
1: Yeah, that's like you're
0: so calm, Paige. I'd have knocked a bitch out for being like (laughs) you
1: know, honestly, I think my dad was like trying to make sure that I was like safe. Like he, you know what I mean, making sure like she wasn't doing nothing or whatever, but like I don't know, like It's funny because when I go places with my dad, people really stare at us like hard fucking core. And my dad's one of those like happy drunks. He's like putting his arms around people. He's like a hugger. And so like, we're out swinging his arm around me and like patting me on my shoulder and just like, just being silly and whatever. And like, so people look at us like, and one day my dad was like, I'm going to get a shirt that says this is my daughter. He's like, because he would be looking at me like I'm the old perf. That's what he always says. He's like, people are looking at me like we're like a couple or like together. Cause like my dad doesn't look really old, you know what I mean? But it also kind of just looks like, I don't know, like people are just paying attention to us. And my dad's a real like social butterfly, kind of like me. That's probably where I get it from. But this lady was like harassing him. And like, it was the weirdest thing.
0: This is why I don't go out in public.
1: Like it was so weird. And like, honestly, I was just so confused. And then my dad's friend, like his son was there with his girlfriend. Well, I ended up knowing a bunch of people mutual with these people. Like they went to the same high school that I went to, but graduated like eight years after me. So, you know, whatever. But it was really crazy because they were just laughing. Like We were all just cracking up. It was just like, what is going on?
0: you're influencing the younger generation to what you said that they graduated eight years after you
1: I know but they all wasn't there with them they were just like that's my dad's friends I was just kidding I could be influencing them to go live their best life
0: so um right before we got on here somebody that is a uh, um on both of our patreons mm-hmm. was like I love that you and Paige tag team me every month and with our readings, because she was talking about how they're always just like, um, like they're aligned. Like they both just, we say different things and fill in different parts with the same message. And so she's like, I love getting tag teamed by you guys every month. And I was like, we love tag teaming you. And I put an (laughs) Eiffel tower and then I sent her the three-way song by lonely Island and uh, Justin Timberlake and lady Gaga. It's so good.
1: Wow. Well,
0: but now that's I, in my, she's like sending laugh reactions.
1: I'm really glad that we were able to do what we're doing with some of the same people. Cause I feel like that's really just like grounding our message together even further, like how we're so connected and like the similar types of people that are like attracted to both of us, like or they like both of us together you know what I mean and it's crazy how many people are still like hey can we do an interview on your podcast and we literally <laughs> said it like every episode that we're not doing any interviews until the third season and that will be down the road and that will probably still only be like VIP. peach <laughs> and that's
0: it I was <laughs> just gonna say probably just gonna be you know what though I would, um, when they like drop their podcast and everything, I'd love to do something next season with Jess and Peach and talking about what they're doing. Cause they're like pretty influential with what they're going to be doing too.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited about that. I don't really want to do a photo shoot with Peach. Dude, her shit always
0: just looks fire. Like okay. everything is always like, like, uh, custom professional and she's so cute. She, um, she did this post and she was like, if anybody's like, um, wanting ideas, whatever, like I'll do a, um, like basically you pay her and she'll like give you business advice and you'll talk or whatever. So I reached out to her and I'm like, I'm always looking for tips. Like I, I'm always about like figuring out what somebody else is doing. And she's like, oh, let's just pick a time. And I'll just talk to you on FaceTime and we'll talk some ideas. She's just so sweet.
1: Uh, well, I want to be on that call three-way Three way, a threesome, threesome. (laughs) it's tag teamed by Peach. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm really glad.
0: Podcast title: Tag Team by Peach.
1: (laughs) I'm really glad that we're able to connect with like just really empower, powerful, and empowering people in every way, shape, or form. Like, I love it. Like, especially because a lot of the people that I feel like I'm connecting with on a deep level now is like so deep. Like I reached out to one of my friends who's an artist and I was like, would you want to trade some artwork for like, you know, a reading or like some merch or something? And she was like, yeah, I'd love a reading. I was like okay cool I was expecting her to take a couple of weeks literally like 2 days later she sends me the finished painting of what I wanted which is like an Alice in Wonderland theme with like the cat and like the clock and wow board and stuff and it's like done and it's so far and I'm like okay well you need to be patient with me like give me a little bit of time I was not expecting her to just be like wham, bam thank you ma'am she was like I was so inspired to do it I'm just like yes so it's really That cool. is so dope yeah, it looks so cool do you already have it? No, no, no. It was just literally like four days ago I've suggested this. And then two days ago she sent me the finished painting and it's like an eight by 10. Cause that's what size I wanted. And it's amazing. It's, I can't wait to see it. It's so cute. And honestly she sent me just like a video and I screenshot it, but it's so cute. And like, it's just cool. Like how like aligned people are and like how we all just have this connection in different ways.
0: I was thinking earlier how we have this connection with like different women and like strong personalities and like, um, hardcore, like in their business and stuff. And we have never had a, like an issue with somebody like, there's never been any kind of like weird drama thing inside that circle. People that like, we both vibe with are now like getting in contact and like, you know, Jessica and peach are now starting a podcast together. And it's because of you that like, I met peach and that's how she met Jess. And like, I just, I just think that it's so dope that, that, yeah, we have all of these people that like are here for both of us and like the energy, but they're strong personalities. And like, we, I feel like we all learn things from each other along the way.
1: My cat is trying to show his strong personality right now. He's like trying to swat at me and like. I can
0: barely see you. It's like, it looks like you're in the comfiest, darkest cave and I wish I was. Literally,
1: like I told you, I was ready to record, but I'm like on chill mode. It's been icing here, like snow and ice. Well, then I'm turning my lights down so that I can match your vibe. I just don't even have really any lights on. It's just ambient in here, but I just can't. I just can't right now like honestly one of my readings um canceled tonight and it was because she said she had like a weird reaction to something she sent me a picture and her face is like swollen poor thing Hi. and she was like I'll pay a fee I was like don't worry about that don't worry about none of that like you're good but the poor girl like was hurting like she was like her eye was like swollen shut so oh my gosh I know so that's really why i'm in like this chill mode because like i had other things to do that were going to keep me busy but now that i can kind of chill and relax a little bit i'm like
0: well and i was like dang i'm gonna have to stay up late if we're gonna be recording late so us getting to record earlier is bomb as fuck for me i yeah. um i interviewed shannon today for coven rejects
1: i love her she's so cute oh she's her. so fucking cute she um
0: so like when I, and I've told you, like, I have to write down notes when I'm interviewing because I'll get sidetracked or whatever, or I'll hyperfixate on one thing. And so after we were done, she sent me a message and she's like, would you mind telling me what you were writing down while we were talking? Right. And I was like, oh, should I should probably, yeah, she did. She was, she like sent hearts and whatever. Um, but I was like, I should probably tell people that like, oh, by the way, I'm really nervous doing these interviews and I have to write down thoughts or I get sidetracked.
1: I'm really excited about how the podcast for you, like, is able to network with our podcast too, because that's cool. I like that. And that I like that Shannon girl. And I literally found her from another person. I just like, if I vibe with you, I just be finding people that I vibe with and then I follow them and then they become like my sister or my brother. Like <laughs> That's how I'm I feel. Related to them now. Like, now I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you on Christmas. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I really want Sean Engle to come visit because she was talking about it, but she's like super busy. But when it warms up, I'm literally going to push the envelope for her to come visit too. Cause she's like, I've never been to Kentucky.
0: That's so funny that you say that. Cause when I was on live earlier, um, someone was talking about being neurodivergent and I was like, Oh, we actually talked about that on like at like a lollipop. We had Sean Engle on, and then I pulled out her mushroom magic book. And I was like, she wrote this like super cute book. And I so a couple of people said that they went to Amazon
1: and bought it. Oh, I love that. You know, she sold like 10,000 of those like in the first couple of months. She's really a ball. That's so dope. She Forbes wrote about her like she's pretty lit. Honestly, that girl like is going places in the mysticism like arena. I feel like her potential is just so limitless the way that she does her stuff because she is neurodivergent, I guess. It's so like unique. And we've talked about that before. So yeah, I'm like, I get obsessed with people and their journey and I have emotional connection to it. And it's cool that people feel like that towards us as well. And it's also cool how like we're doing readings for people um, and then they join our communities and then they vibe with both of us. So then they join both of our communities and then they, oh, no. they're they like, oh, vibing with Sleazy. Then they join his community. It's like, <laughs> it's listen, I get messages
0: from, and this is just so funny to me, but every time that I ever dropped a podcast episode with him, anytime that like anything, I'm getting messages from girls being like, oh my God, he sounds so sexy. Oh my God, he's so hot. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so go in his DM. <laughs> he's single as a Pringle.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how his girlfriend that he had was like jealous of the pack text y'all we have a group chat it's just us three and we talk and send goofy stuff back and forth sometimes and sleazy was dating this girl who was not with it she was always hating on the wolf pack and that's why he had to cycle her out
0: hating on the wolf pack for no reason
1: too like
0: I don't know I just think I just think it's so weird when people are like you're not allowed to be friends like it's not weird it's a group text too so like I don't know what you think is. I mean, menage toi, but like, no, thank you.
1: <laughs> I, I just think so many people are insecure, and honestly, I like people who don't try to control other people and try to like dictate their happiness in life. Like, so anytime I see people in relationships, unfortunately, I hate that when they're in relationships like that. It's just like constant drama for no reason, like. If you are upfront about your feelings and emotions, I feel like that's where a relationship has like security and there isn't a bunch of like needing to argue about a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. I saw a TikTok the other day and it said, me when my girlfriend would say I bet you probably deleted it and he said yeah I did bitch be quicker next time and Um, a lot of people have that like mentality type deal and like I laughed about it because at the end of the day like people are going to do what they want to do regardless of what you want them to do and the more that you try to control them manipulate them tell them what to do the more they're going to resent you and then the more they're going to feel rebellious to do exactly what you didn't want them to do and it just makes it worse And that's where you need to stand on your boundaries.
0: I'm also just one of those people who like, I don't go through my husband's phone. He doesn't go through my phone. Like not because like, hey, I'm hiding something, but just like, that's your space where like, I have conversations with like my friends about shit that I don't necessarily want somebody reading. And like, I would assume that there's vice versa about his life. And you know, like I, I just, for me, if, I have to look through your phone because I don't trust you. I'm not going to be with you because I could be going and doing something else. And if you don't trust me, then you should be going and doing something else too. Cause neither one of us has done anything to warrant that.
1: Literally. I feel like so many people don't trust their partner though. And that's what I was talking to someone else about recently about like, I hate how people compete within their relationships. And we, I know we, but like, the intimate ones. Cause I've dated people who like wanted to compete with me or wanted it to be like a competition. And I just don't see why anyone would do that. Like what's good for you is good for me. Like if you're winning and I'm resting and then vice versa down the road, then like I'm with it. You know what I mean? It's balance. Like I would love the opportunity to like be with someone who sees that, like, it isn't, a race against your partner or your friends or like whatever and I know that we talk about that a lot so clearly like super important because like being authentic and just being yourself is so key to actually being around the right people because most of the time you're settling in your relationships because you're watering yourself down and if you actually stepped into who you really were maybe you and that person really wouldn't get along or maybe they actually wouldn't really like you but when you dim yourself down and you act like mousy or like you know you bite your tongue or hide from what you really want whether it's like in the bedroom or in your real life like at any time like some people keep like even personal stuff super private from their partner and it's like how is that supposed to be your partner like if you can't talk about vulnerable things with them
0: yeah I think that like from a married perspective I think that there are times that come up that like jealousy gets in your relationship or like you have like an insecure moment because you're projecting or something. But there's a difference between being able to have a healthy relationship dynamic where then you communicate about those things and you're like, yo, like I'm not happy here because of this. And like, we need to work on that and being able to have those conversations instead of being an unhealthy dynamic and going, well, you're not allowed to go do that. And let me see exactly what you're doing to prove my point and belittling somebody and then taking away like their freedom and something so I think that that's important to say too because there is a lot of people have like a trait of just like walking away and there are certain times that things are healthy that you can like talk your way through that
1: and also like being vulnerable and talking through it before it becomes like a major issue is so Mm -hmm. key. most things could be solved rather like rather quickly but people let it bottle up and they let it like kind of boil under the surface where it feels like there's definitely some type of energy lingering at all times like your relationship is always going to feel unsafe or uncertain or You'll have more insecurities if you're not grounded in like your own voice and like what you want and what your boundaries are. And like, you know, you can approach boundaries from a nice and compassionate way if you know your partner is going to take it as an attack. But at some given point, your partner may not be on the same chapter as you. And either y'all need to get each other up to speed or like you need to be firm in what you're about to do. And I think I see so many people that just water themselves down for so long that you lose yourself. Like you lose yourself in the connection. You lose yourself in the friendship, in the bond, whatever it is. And then whenever it's gone, you feel empty. You're grieving it. You feel like without something. But really the whole time, it's probably for your best.
0: Yep. Yes to all of that.
1: But who wants to let go of the comfort zone? Like not a lot of people.
0: I don't know. I just... I feel like for me, I had to get to a spot where I knew that I'm comfortable always walking away, regardless of why. And like, for me, it took being in an abusive relationship to be that person because I used to be very like people-pleasy and I just want, I I don't want to step on your toes. I just want you to be happy. Like I'll be, you know, whatever. And it took having an abusive relationship for me to be like, I will always be willing to walk away if it doesn't serve me anymore. If I, if, if like I'm if it's continuing to be a problem, I will be okay walking away. And so for me, that's helped me be able to be in an odd way, helped me to be able to be like trusting in my relationship too. Because I feel like that's okay. I'll I I don't mind walking if you would treat me like that. And so I don't feel the need to like control everything and that has led to there have been fucking crazy fucking things that like my husband has done and if you're honest with me I don't like I don't care I'm not you know don't cheat on me fucking go buck wild be feral in these (laughs) streets
1: I mean I just think honesty and communication is key and like not looking at other people's relationships to judge what your relationship should be like is probably more important too because like if it works for you and your person or like whatever then like it works for you all, you know what I mean? And I think that's what's important as well in relationships is really learning what is the fundamentals of your connection, not what other people want your connection to be. And I see a lot of people that like have relationships under the surface, like keep it real hush hush. And sometimes I wonder like, what does that actually stem from? Like, are they just a private person? Or is there some type of discomfort or like discontent image something like some kind of image that you're not keeping up or like whatever like some people keep their partners like a fucking secret like you know what I mean and I'm like I don't want to say all those people are cheaters because like maybe they're not but like I just wonder what that stems from.
0: I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, because I don't post like my family on my social media, really. Like if we go out on like a a date night or something, I'll post a picture of me and Brian. But for the most part, like I don't have pictures of us up on social media and things. And a part of that is just like my family is really private. Like my husband doesn't want to be on social media. He doesn't do that. And I don't want my kids online because people are fucking perverts. So sometimes I do wonder what, like, you know, doing content and like being like where people are watching you sometimes I do wonder how much do I have to share to like let people be in and how much do I am I supposed to keep to the side
1: No. Yeah. And I'm just genuinely curious. Like, I'm not judging either way. Cause like, I want to, I like, feel like a lot of my life is pretty private as well. And like, normally, whenever I am in a relationship, it's extremely private. And so we've been like exclusive for like, at least a six months to a year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't just get into a relationship or start talking to someone and then be like blasting them all over my socials. But I eventually like would post them if it came to that point. You know what I mean? But like, I just think sometimes like when people are too vocal on social media they're like absent in their relationship too you know like I don't know I have my thoughts and opinions on different things but I just am genuinely curious what motivates people to keep like their private like are their dating life so private but like you know some people don't fuck with social media like they don't want their whole life out there and like I respect that I just love to like kind of I don't know, I guess, like, pick people's brains, you know what I mean? And kind of, like, see what other people think about just different concepts with dating. Because dating is such a fucking, like, interesting concept.
0: I think that it's really cool that you and I have such different dynamics with things. Like, we we honestly live such different lives. Like, you don't have kids or, like, a husband or anything like that. You can go do what you're wanting to do. Like, it's just so different. And so... I do think that that's why we have this like duality of audience and things too, because we speak to both of those experiences and the way that like you talk about dating sometimes and like, like what you want, I'm like, I hope that you get that. But also I know how fucking frustrating it is to see the same person every day, like no matter how much you love them and like working through all of the, there's so many different things that have come up being married and like being around other people that are married that I wouldn't have imagined coming up before I was married.
1: Well, I think like you said, though, it's just such a parallel existence to be like with a person every single day. Like, you know, you're about to be with that person every single day. For me, it's like, I don't know if people are coming or going. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) from day to day, like how people are going to act because you've already watched it in the last six months, how people like ride this roller coaster and they get on this adrenaline high when they first meet me. And then it plummets out like later. And then they're like, whoa. I'm ground zero right now. Like I need to go do me. And it's not like, I don't even think that people mean for it to be anything personal because I don't take it personal. I think it's like, I don't want to embarrass myself or I don't want to like promise something I can't do. I don't want to like create some kind of like grudge because I think some people in their mind are like, I'm gonna go you know do me and then maybe in the future I could like hit her up and she wouldn't be mad or like we'd be cool you know what I mean I think some people like their reasoning is like I'm not at the level that she's at so I don't want to embarrass myself I'm just gonna exit stage and like I don't take it personal but like the dating world itself people are so possessive and like controlling like if we are not in an exclusive relationship the expectation of thinking that you're just not going to talk to anyone else is so weird to me I could see like if you're in an intimate relationship and you're having sex with someone and then maybe asking them like, Hey, like what's up? Or you know what I mean? Cause that's like safety and sanitary issues. Like if you're fucking someone else, I would at least just like want to know. So then I can, make my decision on that not like you telling me oh you're the only person but i i don't know that's why like being celibate and dating has been so easy because like taking the intimacy portion out of it is like do i like you like can i sit with you and watch tv and not say a fucking word can page if you had
0: slept with anybody that we just had the fuckery over the last what how how long has this been the last yeah if you had slept with any of these people, I would have flown to Kentucky to shake you because I would have been like, what is going on? Because homie who like, could you imagine if you had slept with homie who had his, either he messaged you or his mama message or whatever happened there, the post or like any of these people I could, I could list, but we've already dogged them. We don't need to give them any more. Oh, yeah, we're not going
1: back there. But what I'm saying is like, I think, the dating world needs a fucking reality check it needs like some soap in its mouth we need a scrub we need a scrub around here like it's not healthy the way people act is so unhinged and that's why I'm just like so over the people who like lead one life online or lead one life and then like that's not really them
0: I also have to correct myself because I was out here rooting for you to be a hoe in these streets. I did not say, hey, I don't think that's the person for you. I was just like, oh, if you want to go do that, you totally should. So let's just, let me just be honest with that. And
1: uh, you're encouraging bad behavior, y'all.
0: I listen, I'm your friend and I support you getting some, but also I think that none of these people are like worth anything. But like, if you want some and you're trying to get some, have a nice time.
1: Yeah. So like I said, taking, taking that factor out (laughs) of it, y'all don't stand a chance unless you actually have a personality because I am not attracted to people that I cannot actually connect with. Like, I don't care. It just doesn't work for me anymore. It's just like, I can't do surface level. Like, I don't know. I'd rather you be like a hotness express and like be vulnerable about like whatever, whoever you really are then like hide that and try to act like some fucking watered down version of yourself and be like I'm normal even though you go home and you hate yourself like you know what I mean like just air out the dirty laundry air out the skeletons like that's what I like I like when people are real with themselves and they can be like yes I'm working on this or yes I need to work on this or you know what I mean or just be accountable for where they're holding their self back because like That's some energy that I can grow with. That's energy that you grow with, that you can learn with, that you can actually build a bond with. I'm like not real big on like jumping into anything. I feel like it's going to have to be like a longevity of like actually going through some different seasons together without actually dating like exclusively, just kind of like hanging out, not rushing people, not rushing myself. Because y'all be showing you all true colors around three months at at max. By three months, y'all already done it. So. so By three months in, you're embarrassing yourself. And we're talking about you. Honestly, I don't mind because it really has kept things juicy. 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 Like I, I went to the candy store today, a.k.a. the Dollar Tree. And they had big lollipops. I got three of them. I'm the big ones. I know. I was looking for.
0: I was like, oh, we could have come here and I could have gotten the lollipops for the photo shoot.
1: I didn't realize that they had those there. But mm-hmm. I, I bought a bunch of candy. I bought like nerds and Snickers and Junior Mints in the shape of hearts.
0: I found out that you can get big boxes of well not big, but you can get boxes of fruit snacks there. And
1: everything,
0: they're always so fucking expensive when you go and get them other places. So I was like, oh, this is a steal.
1: You know, it's crazy. We were just talking about five below and then they made a whole. I know they've
0: been going live every single night. And I've been like, oh, this must be a part of their like, They're like new because they're always like switching up what they're doing with their content and getting views and things. And so, um Mimi and Haley each go live on their pages, and Bunny goes live on her page, and they're all live in each other's videos. And I've been noticing they've been doing that every night since they've been in Vegas.
1: Not that I'm, like, stalking, but I, you know. Well, I absolutely love it, because the Vegas house is fucking gorgeous. Like, that bathtub is just everything. That bathroom is serving everything. Like, I'm happy to know someone who could just upgrade their bathroom like that, because that's totally me in five years. I'm gonna have a bathroom like that, like... So, yeah, I'm really excited for Bunny because getting this TV show and being able to film it in Vegas is going to be so vital for her because it's just like giving her um, so much publicity, just things that that she deserves. And she's
0: doing it herself first. She's like, we're going to she's doing it herself. Her production company is putting it on. She's going to have it on Patreon and then they'll bid to sell it to a network after they've already been doing it. So she's already like building up her audience even further herself. Cause I see people in her comments all the time. How do I um, get to watch the show and whatever? And she tells them to join Patreon and they say they will. So she's getting all these new people. And I've noticed that there's so much less that's Jelly Roll's husband and their er, wife. And there's more that's Bunny
1: that's funny. And y'all better take note of it. She's actually about to hit a million followers on Instagram. I mean, she's already hit like 5 million on TikTok, but she's about to hit a million on Instagram and I'm really pumped for it. Cause when I saw it went up to 900,000, I was like, she's in the home stretch and she's going to be grinding it in to hit that Millie. And I love that because she's such a good person and she really does deserve it because it's like, she doesn't put people down to get where she is. You know, like she's just so kind and like, oh, we'll take care of it. Or, oh, like no problem. Let me know. Like, she's just like, I don't know. She's not one of those people. that's like, oh, I'm famous. Do this for me for free. She's like, okay, how much do you charge? And I'll pay you double. Like, and that's what I fuck with her about. Cause like, that's how I feel about things is like, I don't want people to feel like I'm trying to take advantage of them or, you know, I like that real bitch energy. And that's why me and her connect on like a soul level. Cause I don't, I don't want to take advantage of someone who's on the come up or on the rise or even someone who's hit their rise and then try to get something for free from them. Like, that's just not me. And I know a lot of people are always trying to get brands to sponsor them or writing people because they have followers like, oh, send me free stuff. Like, that's icky energy. Like, you know, if you want to collab with someone and it it makes sense, like, do you? But people think like, oh, I have a lot of followers. You should send me free shit or you should just whatever it gets on my nerves and bunny does like the quite opposite she's like let me show you why you should do this like let me show you what I'm doing like you know instead of like all talk and not doing shit she also
0: is always if someone is and because I've listened to her podcast from the very beginning and anytime that anybody was ever talking about their come up and them wanting to do something that she knows how to do she's always like Oh, I can help you with that. We can help you with that. Me and Mimi will give you tips after we're done recording. Like I have ideas for you and she's consistently been that person and has continued to be that person, no matter how much she's doing. Like she also is so she's always showing gratitude and saying thanks to her audience and the people supporting her. And she, she, being somebody who's like been there from the beginning and like what, well, like I remember when she was doing posts, sending people money for uh, like doing raffles and sending money, like spell this out so many times in the comments. And like, if I notice you, I'll send you money. She sent me money for hot wings one time and like, she's just, I've watched her hustle to build her platforms and it's so fucking cool to see, somebody put in energy on everything that they've been saying they were going to manifest and fucking make that shit happen
1: and i uh, watching her is such an inspiration to me like I'm so glad that I found her like four and a half years ago and like just started connecting with her journey at that point because watching her on the rise, like from being sober and just like really hustling and all that. It's like, damn, like I love that the other day when she wrecked the Mercedes and Jelly was like, I mean, you bought it and she's like, I, know, but I bought it for you and now I feel bad. And they're like, he's like, don't let her drive without her glasses. I was cracking up. I was like, it's so funny. They're
0: like, that's how this happens. She didn't have her glasses on.
1: I know. And I could see that because she always talks about how she's blind. So, I mean, obviously you shouldn't be backing out the G-Wagon if you don't know where the rocks are. Because <laughs> those were pretty stationary. Like, those are those were boulders. They really were. He said oh, those girl. are boulders. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> why don't we have boulders? So, to keep you in the driveway. <laughs> I don't know. I think people that do what they say they're going to do good things will always happen to them. Cause you're not stepping on people to get there. You're not hurting people to get there. Like you're, you're staying true to you. You're not selling yourself short. You're not selling yourself out. You're not selling your soul. You're not changing who you are to get people to like you, but you're just showing up in your rawest form, you know, being the wildest version of yourself and people just will either like that or not. And I know that people are always wanting to throw shade on whoever but it's like the way that you respond and stay in your power is the most important thing because people are not always going to support you.
0: Well, and if you know that you're putting yourself out authentically and that you're like you're showing exactly who you are, I feel like that also helps you to ha- give less of a fuck when people try and pull you out of your power and say things about your name that are untrue because you know that you've already showed yourself like you don't have to defend yourself because your actions consistently in your character have already proved that.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is like a lot of people want to tell everyone what they're going to do, but it's like, you got to show people, you got to, you got to lead by example, because if you're just saying it and you're never actually making that change or making those moves, like it's just talk. And I think that's why Bunny was able to do what she's been able to do is because like, you know, whenever she met Jelly, she, did whatever she could to make sure that he had what he needed so he could do what he needed to do because she believed in him. And then look, so it's just like, she deserves everything. It's it's the most wildest story i can't wait for like these documentaries and like these movies to start coming out about them because like the story in itself like the world really does need to hear because it's inspiring it's inspiring to watch people that like were in prison or like wherever doing whatever like come up and be able to help people on the way they didn't have to step on nobody they didn't have to sell theirself out and i think that that's what's so cool about like owning your own production company uh operating from your own record label you know not having to answer to anyone and that's ultimate goals like that's ultimate goals right there um
0: i don't know for sure that it was the ward that he was in but jelly roll went and did a concert at the prison that he had been at and i think that he did it in his old ward but he brought struggle and um, adam calhoun with him and literally set up a stage there and did a performance for the inmates that were there
1: Okay, Johnny Cash, calm down. Yeah.
0: It was fun. It was fucking dope. There. It was so cool. Um and that's like giving back to I don't know. I feel like he is spending so much money getting like youth programs into Juvie and stuff like that. Like he's really doing something with the stuff that he has.
1: And he actually donated the all the proceeds from the concert um in Nashville to the juvie down there yeah it's that's what I'm saying like 5K. yeah so crazy you know life can really change and I think if anybody wants to learn anything from this episode is like your mindset your energy your intentions matter and it's the reason that you're either getting what you want or not getting what you want period and unfortunately we are taught to dwell into fear and to like, you know, anticipate the timeline or anticipate it. But like at, at any given rate, like I know that like what is for me is going to happen. And like, I'm just so in that power that it's like, even if it is five years down the road, or even if it is 10 years, like I will get it period, like it'll happen. And so I think that's exactly what they did. Like both of them yeah, were yeah. I'm going to do this. And then they did. And now you can watch it from the sidelines because some people never thought it would happen. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I'm like so attached to Bunny at the hip. Like she could do no wrong in my eyes. I know we call her our godmother, but she really does inspire so many people. And thanks to her, like I'm able to connect with so many of, you know, their fans, like that also of like, connected with both of us and like she brought us together it's just like this woman is weaving this path for so many people and it's so inspiring whenever you see the path for yourself start to open up because you get out of your own way and you start believing that you know what i can have that too
0: dude that is my godmother i say it all the time um, one day i'm just one day just i don't know. I. I just remember finding her page and starting to follow her. And I never would have imagined that following somebody would lead to everything. Like I wouldn't have had that reading that I had with you. I wouldn't have probably started the podcast. I wouldn't have, you know, like it literally and, and nothing that she even did other than being herself. And so It's it's also a weird concept that to then think that now people listen to us when I don't know, it's like this whole roundabout circle of like healing and sharing and I just think it's dope and I'm grateful.
1: I'm really grateful for everyone that I'm crossing paths with right now. I know that there's like a lot of change and uncertainty. So it's cool to like, see people even come and go because like people leave an impression and some people don't like, that's why you like, remember some people and you don't, and I want to be one of those people that people remember regardless. Like if we like are friends, are we, are we stay in each other's lives or not? Like, I don't want to be like. Ew, I didn't like her, or like, you know, I want to be that person that's like leaving a good impression on the world and like trying to create that ripple effect. And I think, like, when you show up as yourself and you align with that energy, like, doors open miraculously for you. Like, you starting the podcast and stuff, it's like you have to be in the energy or the frequency of like what you're looking for to like, or you have to see it anyways. You have to be able to see it. And like, someone said one time, um, You know, when you see people healing, growing, not only touching other people's life, but then like maybe making money as well, or like creating art or doing something that makes them really happy, whether like in all levels and forms of abundance, you can't unsee it. Like you want that for yourself, whether you're making money or you're just happy doing it. Either way, it's the same thing. And I think that a lot of us search for that outside of ourselves, but really the whole time it's like within you it's within you to find that like who are you so then you can then surround yourself with people that match that vibration or that are in that frequency or in that arena and even if it's just like wow I want to be like that person having people who inspire you even from a distance that you may never talk to is still so important yeah following people that inspire you like if I hear that like Beyonce inspires you I'm just like You need to check yourself, but like, no offense. I think a lot of celebrities like are trash and like the things they do is trash. So so like when people idolize them, I'm like, wow, like your life has almost no meaning. It couldn't have that much.
0: It's because they idolize the things that they're able to do. They idolize the way that they aesthetically look and the life that they portray that they have. They don't have to they don't actually idolize like how the person is and treats other people and whatever
1: and that's what's crazy is like we don't have that many good role models in society of people that have good character and that behind the scenes are like good people like all the way down to like Bill Cosby you know what I mean like people idolize that man forever and then all this craziness came out you know I just think that deep down, like, so many people are sick and twisted, but they put on a good show. So you just need to be careful what shows you're watching in general, whether, like, in real life or on TV or whatever. Like, just what you actually absorb really does affect your mindset because you're picking up that vibration regardless. Yep. Maintaining your vibration is key, but... Right now everything is really rapidly manifesting because we had all those portals and we are like approaching the 222 portal. So like it's really been a big portal since last year when it was two 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 two, you know? So it's like this past year's been hitting different.
0: I have been in this energy of being organized and like setting myself up for like longevity success and not being overwhelmed because I make myself organized now so that as things keep growing, they expand in a healthy way and I don't feel overwhelmed. And I feel like if I lay those foundations out while things are, um, you know, before things are crazy busy, because as soon as things just started getting busier for me, I just kind of was like in shock mode real quick and didn't know what to do. And I want that and I want that long term without being stressful. So it's just been a season of organization for me.
1: Well, I need to organize some stuff. Last year I was feeling real organized, but this year like I I did organize for a while. That was kind of like the goal, but I could definitely organize some paperwork and go through some stuff and probably get rid of some stuff. I like hoard different papers and stuff I don't need really. Like I don't need to keep up with all that.
0: We all have something.
1: Yeah. Yes, we do. We all got something, but I am just grateful for you.
0: Grateful. Grateful for the opportunity, the podcast, the friendship, everything.
1: Yes. And I'm thankful to be here in Candyland and we're grateful that we have been able to connect with everyone in different ways, especially recently. I feel like just more and more people are coming out of the woodwork, out of the spiritual closet. Yes. (laughs) Open up, getting it popping. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next time. I'm grateful. It's all just going to get better and bigger. Yes, baby. So we will see you all next week.
0: Bye.